You're listening to The Sauropod. I'm James Ongren, and this is Wookie of the Year. This is Jay-Z, 65000, reporting from Section 229-2-9-2. Do you copy? Over. These guys, I, we must be out of range again. Eh, probably. They're just on a cigarette break. You think they got death sticks? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Didn't, uh, didn't... TN5127 uh, bring some death sticks down from the star before we... Uh... I think you're right. God, that sounds good right about now. I know. I used to have death sticks. Everybody, they get the best stuff back at the base. They really do. And you know, I like to do these expeditions, right? Because I like to get away from the Death Star. Yeah, I mean, I enlisted for a reason. Well, yeah, I just thought we'd see some action, you know what I mean? Oh, there's just no... But we're just out here, and so this... Brings me to this question, I guess. I, I ask myself sometimes, I don't know about you, but I mean, what are we doing out here? Like they, uh, they send us out here, we get the bikes, you know, we put our armor on and everything, and they send us out for the day, and they say, don't come back until this time. But I'm not entirely sure I know what they want us to do when we're out here. Yeah, what are we supposed to get up to? I mean, clearly we're in some way liberating these tiny teddy bears. Yeah, you so so you've seen those too. You've seen those guys around as well. Yeah, I mean those guys are hanging. Okay, out. I didn't because I didn't want to say anything because I don't know what I mean. We were stationed here. I, I don't necessarily know what goes on here, so I didn't want to say like, "Hey, did you see the the teddy bears walking around?" You know, I what get I mean? that. Yeah, I yeah. wouldn't just come out and say that either. Uh, yeah. Hey, would you mind if I took my helmet off? I'm no, kind of, it's no. kind of like it's just it's hot. No. You know what I mean? I've been walking around with this thing all day, so let me just take this off here. <laughs> Oh, that's that feels good. Yeah, all right. I'm gonna, feels you good. know what? I don't know. Just take it off. I'm, I don't normally do it in front of, but all right. I know, right? <sighs> there, yeah. See, let the breeze. God, yeah, right. I mean, we're out Ooh. here. Why? Why would we not enjoy this? Because I, I mean, they they act like they know what we're doing out here, but I don't think they know what we're doing out here. They have absolutely no idea. They, they know what we yeah. tell them. You just radioed back, and no one answered. They don't. It's it's like they don't care what happens to us out here. No. What do you think? Hmm. What do you think the end game is for us out here? Do you think we just? This would be a sweet gig if this is all we ever did. I mean, as far as I can tell, all we have to do is maintain the shield generator, right? Seems to be our whole thing. That's to be the whole tactical advantage. Uh, And really, it's a pretty remote, fairly, you know, teddy bears aside, empty planet, so... Yeah, nothing's really going on here. I don't foresee anything. The rebels aren't done. (laughs) Why? Why would they? I mean, who's I mean, you see a Death Star coming at you, you're like, oh, yeah, I want to go straight towards that, right? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. You're like, I need to get the fuck out of here. Get away. I mean, this is my thing is like, why don't we just start showing pictures of the Death Star? I know we're building this thing in secret and everything, but they they know what the first one could do. So this one is obviously going to do at least that, if not more. Why don't we just rule through fear entirely? Uh, We don't even need to kill. Yeah. I I mean... I think about this. I don't want to say anything though because it feels like maybe they want us to kill. Is the is the vibe that I get from our our commanding officers is they want us to feel good about killing? No one has encouraged me not to kill. But do you want to kill? I mean, because I just showed up for the action. You know what I mean? Like I just mm-hmm. I, I don't know about you, but I came from a, a mining planet out deep way way out in the the, the outer rim. I won't even you probably don't, you've never heard of it, but I, mean, right, I, right. I wanted to have some experiences, right? 
So I thought, you know, you get the uniform, you get to travel around a lot. But really, so far, it's been a lot of, uh, you know, bunking on the Death Star. Yep. Which gets uh, gets old. And uh, and then being down here on the forest moon, and not a whole lot going on. So we get speeders. We did. They did hook us up with these sweet speeders. I mean, do you think they would? Do you think these guys would notice if we just kind of sped off and? I don't know. I mean, the numbers seem so back. great. It seems like none of us ever need to check in for it's anything. It's true. It's true. Yeah. There's a lot of us. Yeah. I mean, I would, mean they, would they miss two is what I'm saying. I highly doubt it. I mean, like, watch the... Here, look. Here. I'll just try to radio back to base right now. Yeah, check out. Check yeah, out. here. I'll Here, I'll just do it. Hey, this is uh, OJ7557. Uh, just wondering if uh, any of you wieners are hanging out. Nothing. nothing. See, nothing. Not they don't care. It. They really don't care. They have no idea. Is it weird to you that we're... They sent us out here in the woods, right? In in white armor? Mm. I mean, it seems counterintuitive, or is it just supposed to be... I mean, I know they, they put us in all white for the fear factor aspect. Like, I can get that, but... On the forest moon, do you want us in white armor? It doesn't I mean, seem like a good idea. It doesn't seem like a good idea. Uh, I mean, they could at least paint it. I mean, it seems like... But on the upside, we do get these cool specialized visors. We do get the visors, yeah. These are hot. Mm-hmm. These that are hot. means you're allowed to drive a speeder. Uh, is your visor polarized, by the way? Can I tell you a secret? <laughs> Please do. Not only is my visor not polarized... Who, who am I telling? Right? <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I haven't been licensed on this speeder. <laughs> I cheated on the test. Right. Well, you, you kind of have to, right? I mean, they really throw you throw you to the wolves and they're like, you know, get from here to there on this thing. Mm-hmm. What are you supposed to do? I'm, I jump on this thing. I'm hitting anybody, any button I can find. Basically. Yeah, I'm not going to be on the jump on the ship first team. Right. No, 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 no. Nope. No, but I, you know, I, I like these things. Though. I like, I like the action you get. It makes the movement. I mean, there's stumps for fucking days around here. I mean, as far as force moons go, you've got, uh, you've got a high fern level Mm -hmm. you know there's like a a fern canopy then you've got your uh majestic uh redwoods and uh you're gonna get stumps along with those redwoods woods is what i'm saying i mean yeah what i'm gonna walk around that or am i just just speeder bike right over that shit you know exactly oh man i know frank and i feel bad for the those atst guys how are you walking around this planet well yeah and then if you gotta go i mean you got to go inside the the ATST or the ATAT, right? Yeah. What I mean, are you gonna do? And then you're just walking around with that in the in the back the mm-hmm. entire the, the entire rest of your shift. So number ones only. Oh yeah, there should they. I mean, they've got a rule, right? There's gotta a code. Be a rule. There's got to be a code about that. Yeah, it has to be. Yeah, but with these speeders, I mean, I'm not even gonna get off my speeder here. I mean, I know this is our checkpoint. We're supposed to like check it out and everything, but like, what are the odds? What, what yeah. are the odds? I'm not even, I'm not even There's nothing there. going on out here. <laughs> it's a big jungle. Get it? We get it. Hey, do you see that over there? Yeah, it looks like. What do you think that is? I don't know. It looks like some people in camouflage running around. Is that Phil on the speeder? Oh my god! And they're after Phil. What's up with Phil? What's up with Phil? Oh my god, first of all, what's he doing out here? Second of all, what are they doing? Wait a minute, wait a minute. Do they see us? Looks like she sees us. Okay. Don't make any sudden movements, but I'm gonna count to three. Uh huh. We gotta get the fuck out of here. One, 
too. Across the galaxy, doesn't matter what planet you're listening from, we we love all of you, and we're here mm-hmm. to discuss a little thing we like to call the wars, the Star Wars. Uh, Justin's up here with my co-host, Mr. James Ongren. Hi, hello, Jimmy. hello. Welcome. So excited to be here. Yes, welcome back from the Outer Rim. We've been out journeying to the far reaches of the galaxy, and we're here because one time a year. It's it's winter time mm-hmm. here on planet Earth. It's winter time as far as we've heard in planet Earth, but yeah. we're on a spaceship, so it's not a big deal. Yeah, but this is uh, on Earth standard time. We're on Wookie of the Year one, right? It's Wookie of the Year one. You can hear mm-hmm. all the beeps and bloops and everything as we make our way, just meander across this cold, uh, the dark reaches of space. Yeah, that's what we do. This is what we do, and we're here. We've come because. Uh, James and I are are uh, big fans of the old Star Wars franchise, and we get a brand new movie that we get to talk about. So we're going to allow ourselves off the chain, so to speak. Yes, kind of nerd out a little bit, and a little something we like to call Wookie of the Year. There it is. We are here for you to discuss, you know, the the, the release of the Last Jedi coming out here. Uh, in just one week's time, less than one week's time. Uh, so I suppose this is like the kind of time where I give you the qualifications, why you want to listen to me about Star Wars and all the millions of uh, Star Wars podcasts that are out there. It's simple. I'm an original uh, trilogy guy, alive for uh, almost all three releases of those movies. Saw the re-releases with the extra X-Wing fighters in theaters. Um... And just like a movie of my childhood that my family was very into, uh, my mom and dad especially, and, you know, captures your imagination. You think about playing out those scenarios. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, were, did you did you get a chance to see the originals in the theater at all at the time when they first came out, or was it all VHS for you? Like my parents me? took me to the Jedi. You did get to go to see yeah. the last one. Oh, that's pretty mm-hmm. badass. Yeah, it's sweet. Um, Very cool. Yeah, me myself, I did not get to see it at the time. Uh, however, it is one of those things that has just always been around since. It's one of my very first memories watching that on the television at yeah. some point. So, pretty important. Now, is this your favorite franchise? You're a man of franchises. You're a, you're a Marvel guy, I know. Yes. Um, you're a Star Wars guy. Anything else? <sighs> is this my true favorite franchise? I don't. The Chris Nolan Batman's. I'm very into. Oh yeah, I'm very into the Chris Nolan Batman's. Mm-hmm. I'm but, gonna uh, go. I'm gonna go Indiana Jones myself as a personal oh, favorite. That is big. Even Indi- with Indy's hard to argue with. Even with Crystal Skull. Even with. I mean, that's a whole separate conversation, but not too dissimilar from what Shia. we're going to... Yeah, right. The Shia question. He's always a good idea, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Every... you Any role... I'm... Okay. I'm a movie exec. Yeah. You come to me with a script. Uh-huh. I ask... First question. Is Shia available? <laughs> 
Because if he is, then we can keep talking about it. If he isn't, you, you just want to know that he's available. Should one of these these roles be perfect for him? Yeah. Or is it a Which guaranteed? Which one of them higher? will be perfect? Okay. For him? <laughs> okay. Definitely. <laughs> so uh, I'm sure you recall the the fever pitch surrounding the prequel releases in uh, in the summer of 1999. Yeah. Big deal for me. Saw it many many times that mm-hmm. summer in the theater. Uh, spent the better part of a decade trying to convince myself that I enjoyed mm-hmm. it. Uh, I don't know. Do you have any impressions yeah. on that that time and place? I do. The very cool thing is uh, in that summer, 99, my dad was working uh, as an executive for A&P Supermarkets. Okay. And Pepsi was doing a sneak preview of episode one. Oh. So I actually got to see episode one on a Monday afternoon before it came out. Oh, man. And it was uh, it was amazing. I got to take three of my buddies. It was like my gift for my dad. That's wonderful. And it was, so you guys could talk about it amongst, amongst yourselves then. It's not like you had to sit on any secrets. You could talk to each other about all of those crazy Yes, they crazy actually encouraged us to discuss it with people. Really? Yeah, they wanted... Well, I mean, you know... <laughs> They said, like, because at that time, the term spoilers didn't exist. You know, like, it was like, they were like, you know, you don't don't ruin it for anyone. But, you know, if you want to get them excited about it, (laughs) you're like, go for it. Because, you know, there was a representative from the film's, you know, massive marketing team there. Right. You know. And And you guys are you guys are free marketability right there. You're going to get the word out to the kids. right? Yes. That's what they wanted. This is the the nascent days of the uh, of the Internet. Yes. That we've heard so much about Mm -hmm. that we live through now. But yeah. back then, you know, if you want to invest the six hours it takes to download the trailer, you could do that, uh, but not as easy to come by as it mm-hmm. is these days. And so, I guess, so right now we should we should discuss right up front. I, yeah. myself, James, I am spoiler-free. It's one of the issues that uh, I find frustrating around this time of the year because I know there are other people talking about this, mm-hmm. but they're all talking about the trailer, the commercials, the toys, all those yep. exciting things, the new characters, who's going to be doing what, what yeah. is what spaceship do we see in that one shot What's there? What's BB-8 up to? What is BB-8 up to? Everything. That guy. Dude's hot. He's rolling around right everywhere now. in everybody's business. <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> he is hot. It really is. The world is his oyster right yeah. now. Actually, I take back what I said earlier in the show. If BB-8 is not available, then I get Shia. <laughs> then you get Shia. Yeah. Shia as BB-8? Ooh. Just throw it out there. BB-8 throw- plays Shia. Shia plays BB-8 in a weird, <laughs> like, switched <laughs> identity film. BB-8 is Mutt from Indiana Jones <laughs> and the Crystal Skull. That is awesome. Okay, yeah, good. I'd like to see that. Somebody, it was somebody out there who's got the skills. I, I need to see that on the YouTube as soon as possible. Yeah, we I, need it. I know you're out there. Please send it to... Uh, you could send it to uh, info at thesauropod.com, and we'll, yes. de- we'll definitely take a look at it. Please. For sure. But, yeah, so I've not seen the trailer for this new one. I know uh, We were just talking about it. You have not seen it either? I have. The trailer is my sole spoiler. Mm. I have seen the complete trailer only, watched it. I think it was a Monday night football premiere. Okay. That makes Could sense. have been Sunday night, but I think it was Monday night. Yeah. So whatever. I watched it. Mm-hmm. That is the only spoiler that I have of episode eight. Okay. Episode eight called The Last Jedi. And we are not sure if we're talking about Jedi one or Jedi many. Yes. And this is a very, I believe this is a very important question. Because if you consider Jedi in that, in the subtitle singular. Yeah. Then... What we're looking at is everyone's dying except one Jedi, which we all know will be Rey, right? 
that's yep i'm it's, jumping it's, into it. it's gotta be right yeah. because i mean it's not gonna be or would it be i mean what a great twist that would be if ray dies in this episode and luke survives to come back and oh and then save we're the just galaxy hanging out again. with mark hamill i would <laughs> right. definitely i would watch that movie oh yeah it's like a game of thrones thing like take out everyone's new fave right out of the yes game. oh i like the sound that's good. It's modern day and age of storytelling. I mean, you're ridiculous. We spent a whole movie and a billion dollars of advertising cash to get you used to these three characters. Yep. And they're all going to die in the second yeah. movie. They're and all you're gonna be stuck with, dead. With Mark Hamill, uh, which is fine, actually. Mark looks good these days. He does. I mean, when he turns around in that hood. <laughs> I'm curious. I wonder... You know, we haven't heard him talk yet. I wonder what voice he's gonna he's gonna use. If, yeah. Wouldn't that be great if he did? He was the Joker or something like oh, that. That would be so sweet. Like he's totally lost touch with his entire performance from forty years ago. <laughs> yeah, because he clearly we're clearly looking at a more haggard Luke. What if he's What if he opens his mouth and he sounds like Trickster from the Flash? <laughs> that. <laughs> Oh man! What if the story is that he's in? <laughs> Kylo, we meet again. That is good. Well, the story is that like he's out of shape. It's actually like that movie. Like he's like he was like, oh, I really didn't think you'd find me. Is there going to be a, a training montage where it's Ray setting him to like running up and down some big stairs with a water bucket slung over yeah. his shoulders or something like that, and like catching him with like a space cupcake in his mouth? And it's like, <laughs> no. All right, all all things that could possibly happen. Ran us the, back in here. The, the last Jedi. Um, so you just recently rewatched The Force Awakens, Episode yes. Seven, for you more casual followers out there. Uh-huh. The one that came out a couple years ago with the guy from Girls in it. Yes, uh, Adam Driver. Now, did were you? Uh, how did you? How do you feel about that? Having rewatched it now, away from the hype, the original hype, anyway. We're I, I like hype right it. Now. I mean, I don't. I'm going to choose to not delve too deep into this, my critical aspects of it, uh, my critical aspect, critical opinions on it. Okay. But, I, I mean, it's even more glaring how much it is just a New Hopes-like plot, <laughs> you know? But I don't care because a New Hopes... They do it good. really well. I, yeah. I mean, they get away with it. They do it right, and, you know, I'm assuming at this point... Wait, before I continue, yeah. I'm assuming... We're cool to. G- I can say anything I want about the Force Awakens at this point. Yeah. Right? Oh, spoiler alert! I guess if you yeah. haven't seen the Force Awakens yeah. from two or three years yeah. ago, I guess mm-hmm. uh, get ready for that because we've got to yeah. talk about it. Yeah. Just in case you've been revived from some, <laughs> right. you know, you've you've chosen yeah. now halfway through the trilogy to yeah to gain entry into this universe halfway into the third mm-hmm. trilogy. Yeah. Uh, Stop listening now. Right. I would advise you to maybe just pull back. Yeah. And uh, reconsider. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, yeah, so spoil, spoiler away. Yeah, spoiler okay. away. So, but. I mean, you know, you've got the death of Han. Yeah. Which is sweet. I mean, not sweet, it's terrible. It's but true. We, y- you love Han. That guy's sad about it. Oh, choo-choo. Right. <laughs> the choo-choo train is... <laughs> Why do you want to make Chewbacca cry, is what I would say. I know, universe. exactly. Think about what what's Chewbacca like psychologically <laughs> now. Well, he's got to be pretty fucked up, right? Like, I don't know. So his number one dude. Yeah. So I, for those of you who might not be as into the ins and outs of what is happening uh, intercharacter wise here, like 
I know for me, I've re- I've read a bunch of these novels. I'm not exactly. I'm not not proud to talk about it. But I'm also not proud to talk about it. But I feel you on that. I've read plenty of. Uh, However, in this space, you should feel very proud. Of I guess this is our safe space, this is isn't the, it? This is that's the place. That's why we were floating around proud. in a spaceship in the dark. I want to say this. Space. Yeah, there are no safe spaces. That is what the dark side wants you to think. Okay. <laughs> But uh, as it happens, so so the deal is, if you get into any of the uh, extracurricular uh, storytelling here, Chewbacca has a life debt going with Han Solo. So word on the street is uh, Han Solo once upon a time saved Chewbacca from slavery, from mm-hmm. imperial slavery, which is the chip on their shoulder, which makes sense. Yeah. Uh, that's why they've gone so rogue in their own uh, career choices. Mm-hmm. So, so basically, and the Wookies are not a people that like to be enslaved. They are free living people. Oh yeah, they're free range. Yeah, just all the way, all across yeah. Kashyyyk, mm-hmm. they are, and they're they're uh, uh, forest, they're Pacific Northwesterny type of planet. Yeah, dude, they got a cool planet. It's I'm good. just saying, if you guys ever get a chance, go swing by. Yeah, you check it out. Swing by. Uh, dress time. for rain, though. It looks like a damp climb. Yeah, is what I would say. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking to invest, you might want to look out for uh, the possibility of black mold, too. You definitely (laughs) want to have your property inspected. Yeah, do you think black mold on your fur (laughs) is an issue for the uh, Wookiee civilization? I think Wookiee hygiene probably is a very complicated ritual. I would uh, say yes. uh, A core belief of them as a people. (laughs) I think think they're blow-drying nonstop. (laughs) He owes... Han Solo his life and so he has vowed to stand by him stand by his man as it was uh-huh. and uh, protect him from the evils of the galaxy and here we see many many years later I mean it seems like a long time for us but Wookiees live an inordinately long life so mm, that was actually a fact I was not aware of well there you go the Wookiee life so what's the what are we looking at so Chewie is probably I would say maybe approaching middle age okay I think he's a younger guy but I think they're living in the hundreds of years like multiple mm-hmm. hundreds of years so what are we looking at Chewie episode one give me human equivalent is he like what 22 in that I would say 22 that sounds good to me oh sweet that's interesting because I always he's in his prime I always thought of him as more of a late 20s so 22 <laughs> imagine you're just kicking it around the galaxy he's at 22 with Han Solo and he's just like uh, mm, how do I put this to you, Chewie? I guess we're just going to take on the Empire now. Right. So you got to do that because I saved your life one time. <laughs> and you're just like, oh. That's that's what you would say. Can only. <laughs> Chewie. Chewie, right. upset. Right. So anyways, so now he's. I mean, he's like a one man wrecking crew, right? He's going to go gonna- on a Punisher-esque revenge yeah do you think he's just taking the gloves off now do you think we're gonna encounter a very uh emboldened and grim chewbacca the wookiee when we see him next like i hope so is he gonna be just a grim grizzly killing machine i think well that would be amazing if he was (laughs) like if tarantino directed uh the last jedi and it's like eye patch and Chewie's just like losing his mind. He like Deep doesn't care. Yeah. Like the second half of the movie, he only has one arm, and like, it's just a whole, you know. Mm-hmm. Now I would love that story, but I do think that if we don't delve into how Chewie is affected by this, we are missing a an excellent piece of character development. Yeah. Well, so 
I mean, what do you foresee happening? Was what do you want? What do you? Anticipating from your Chewbacca, I anticipate Wookie of the year. I anticipate my Wookie of the year. Yeah, Chewbacca is <laughs> my Wookie of the year every year. <laughs> every it, year, it, yeah, every year he wins. Yeah, I believe possibly in the Last Jedi, possibly in Episode Nine, we will also see a Chewy uh, death. I think we will see Chewy also die, but it will wow. be in a very heroic. He will be saving. Yeah. That would be a a very large missed opportunity. Mm -hmm. In a franchise of many missed opportunities, just looking at his watch and something blew up behind him and he just got clunked at the right angle. And that was it. (laughs) And he died alone. Yeah, that would be terrible. Yavin. (laughs) Because, I mean, Chewie's who we care about. I feel like let's team up Chewie and Luke now. We know Luke's back. Let's get Chewie and Luke together because they have a relationship. Luke might also go a little off the hand. Oh, you think he's been living on an island by himself? Yeah, yeah I but think dude, he's. Then, yeah, no. Are you, oh, I, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. I think he is. He is totally off mm-hmm. the handle. So what? What is Luke? Okay, so we find Luke alone on an island. It's just stated. Mm-hmm. What does he leave that island? Do we see him go? Yeah. Wait. He's pulled back into battle, a la. Yes. You know, if we're mirroring the Obi Wan story, he gets to go and then die at the hands of the 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 bad guys. Yeah. At some point, I want God. I want him to make it all the way through. He's not gonna, but I mean, it's gotta. He's gotta die at the hands of Kylo, right? To really establish Kylo's street cred. Yeah, we so that we see just how formidable he is. But do we know that we won't see? a Kylo come back to the light side. Because we've never seen that, right? No one's ever come back to the light. They're always on the verge of death. Yeah, they're always about, yeah, yeah. and before they repent. Mm -hmm. Let someone come back to the light. That could be the story. Now, yeah, that could be. Apropos in these times, people. I always figured, well, not always, but for, for for a window of time, I figured that this was going to ultimately be Leia's story, right? We're going to go from the the father-son story to the mother-daughter story. We miss you, Carrie Fisher. Yes. We love you. We miss you. Total drag on the universe, that whole situation. Um, so, but I, I always kind of assume that she would be the one to kind of save the day when we get to that critical moment that we know is going to happen where somebody is teetering on the edge of like, are we going full dark side? Are we getting pulled back a little bit? Or mm-hmm. where are we at? And she would be the one who, with a mother's love or her feminine intuition or whatever, you know, real strong pro lady stance, yes, she's going to come and she's going to ground Adam Driver, send him straight to his goddamn yeah. galactic room. Yeah, it's just like get, make him think about get it. Get your act together, Kylo. Yeah, what are we doing? Don't be, don't be a dummy. Also, you just killed fucking Harrison Ford, motherfucker. You think there's not going to be repercussions for that? People love this guy. Yeah. Oh, uh, the the Han and Leia love story. That is honestly the only. That's the best Star Wars story that there is. Yeah. Well, so do we get to see Leia grieve? Because so so Han. Han gets his at the end of this last movie that we saw. Yeah. And they were estranged in the last movie. They, they had, and right. They had sort of done that divorced parent uh, reuniting mm-hmm. situation, the sort of, uh, yes, you know, uh, hugs filled with memories more than uh, pure passion, I guess. That movie. This is the movie you write. You write. <laughs> you write the story of between... Return of the Jedi and the Force Awakens. Oh, like their break their relationship. Story. It's yeah. like their revolutionary road or something like that. It's how bingo. Oh, 
like like Han Solo's got to get a job, and he's yeah. like a, like an office job and stuff. For like twenty years, it's him punching in. Yeah, <laughs> and come, and because like, there's like not all, really all the, a fight. Yeah, the, all the resentments that build up between them about like, oh, you never do the space dishes, and you know. <laughs> I know it's amazing. He's just like <laughs> inventorying blasters all yeah, day. Right. Like, oh. <laughs> oh my god, hate this. Cloud City wants another order of blasters. I gotta fill out another goddamn bill of lading. And meanwhile, we see that their their inability to communicate is what makes Kylo Ren what he becomes. Well, right. So we get to see that. Okay, now. I don't know if we want to get into this topic right away because we do have, ladies and right. gentlemen, we have the trench run coming up too. I just want to kind of tease this. Right. This is where I'm going to let's hold off. We're just but, gonna, I'm going to hammer James with with question after question that's running the gamut of the entire Star Wars galaxy. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that is coming up. So I'm going to save yeah. some of this, but going to pummel me like in Empire Attack on Hoth. <laughs> Okay, so now have you seen you've you've seen Rogue One, correct? Correct. Okay, now do you have any thoughts on that? That doesn't really apply to where we're at with this new movie coming out, but it does play. It fills in some of the backstory for us. Certainly. Uh, I mean, I'll just say right now, Rogue One is flipping amazing. Yeah, I loved it. It's rad. Oh, sorry, just Diego Luna is going to show up and just we got it. We got this. Yeah. Oh, he doesn't. He's not waiting around for anybody. Yeah. Like, oh, you got the information. I got. Thank you very much. And yep. laser to the gut. Yep. See you later. Peace. I cannot take you with me. I cannot wait for you. Yeah. I cannot. We see. Not. This is what a revolution really looks like. Right. Um, Which, by the way, I'm a professional on revolutions. You should know that. <laughs> uh, I'm not. It's <laughs> at all. He's got a rebel heart. Uh, I do. So, all right. So, Rogue. So, we got Rogue. That was enjoyable. Uh, nice to see Darth Vader killing some guys. Very cool. Um, now, are you involved in the expanded universe as far as like the cartoon shows at all or anything like that? Uh, yeah, I mean, depends. I'm not fully versed. Okay. Like, I can tell you, current the current series yeah. that are going on now, zero. I got zero so in the current series. But you watched the Gendy series back in the day for the Clone Wars. Yes, I love. Oh, so good. I love it. Got it. Got them all on DVD. Kids, check it out. Yeah. Ask your parents what a DVD is. Right. <laughs> then go on eBay and find one. Yeah. Find a mint condition copy. Mm-hmm. You will pay for it and enjoy for yeah. enjoy two hours of uh, cartooning that was better than the movie. Uh, it was inspired by without a doubt i think um so we should we, you know we should got to touch on the prequels just a little bit let's do it uh i mean which i suppose we should say get a little autobiographical here and say oh that. totally this is where yeah. we this is you know go this stretches back to the beginning of my friendship with james when mm-hmm. we first uh we first met back in queens back in the day uh queens 2004 oh my god that's a long time ago yeah dude very years long time they start ago. to stack up even mm-hmm. in space even yeah. in space, I still feel yeah. those years. You would think zero G's, but uh, it's a lie. It's a myth. Yeah, zero gravity. By the way, does not apply in the Star Wars universe. Everybody's got uh, magnet boots or whatever. I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. That's got to be like if you're just or doing casual space travel. Yeah. Going to the space store or filling up at the space gas station or whatever, then you've got to a point where you can walk around your craft. Yeah. That's just something everyone can do. Okay, that's basic. That technology exists. We can just establish that. Yeah. 
because that never becomes an issue, right? Ever? I'm not forgetting anything. I don't think so. <laughs> there's gravity's never an issue. Well, you know, there's a lot, especially with all the force magic going around. Like it's it's kind of mm-hmm. hard to know. Like, do you do you need to wear your face mask if you're in an X-wing, or is it is is Luke protected by a, an air bubble of, of force? Exactly. Specialty magics. Who fucking knows? It's whatever. Suspension they, of disbelief uh, type stuff. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Jedi's very powerful, so just suck it up and let's move on. Exactly. Nothing to see here. I agree. All right. So these prequels, um, I think they were. Uh, f- for me, my general impression is. I mean, I could talk about them for hours. We've we've discussed them for hours in the past. I don't mm-hmm. think the good people deserve to hear that. No. I think they already they already know. They don't need to be subject to that. Yeah, but I think uh, basically for the most part kind of long stretches of boring punctuated by some exciting things that work sometimes but by and large overall a failure let's go real quick out of the gate favorite moment from the episodes one through three episodes one through three prequels i'm gonna go with the qui-gon obi-wan darth maul lightsaber duel duel of the fates i think that holds up like anything uh shit i mean that is also mine. It's hard to beat. Yeah. So I'm going to give, I'll give an honorable mention to just for its absolute over the topedness. Okay. When uh, Obi-Wan shows down against Grievous. <laughs> Think about that whole fight. He's riding the friggin' He's on that weird, weird feathery lizard. dragon, right? Yeah. yeah. Terrible. And then Grievous is rolling around in that big old power wheel thing. Yep. They're fighting on all these different and in all these different environments. Yeah, if if only General Grievous meant anything, you know, like if he had shown up in the previous movie, yeah. he just shows up and you're just it's assumed like if you didn't watch those cartoons, yeah. you, you wouldn't. He's know. actually super scary in those cartoons, right? But th- th- yeah, he's amazing in those. Missing on the screen by a mile, you're just like, who the fuck is this guy? Get give an inhaler, uh, get him some pants, and let's move on here. Mm-hmm. But that's not the case. And we're supposed to be very uh, threatened and menaced by him. But he's just a guy with a, with a chest cold. Yeah, yeah. you just know he's going to die because he's mostly a machine. Yeah, most, mostly machine peoples. They're not going to make it very far. When you got laser swords swinging everywhere, yeah, blasters on. firing all over the place. It's the goddamn Clone Wars, you know? Yeah, what do you... Well, all right. Yeah. <laughs> we They're bad. Those movies were bad. We they everyone were, agrees. They were bad. They were really bad. I mean, and I, if you think that they were good, if you had, if you like the rest of us, convinced yourself that they were better than you think they are, go back and watch them again because they are not. They're not. They are not good. There's some really uh, nice visuals. The uh, you know the effects people thumbs up, but story wise and performance wise, I don't know how you get bad performances from these people who have won Academy Awards and things like that. Like, mm-hmm. Natalie Portman, is, is she ever, is she... Liam Thwip and Neeson? Right. Oscar Schindler. Yeah, come on. Shocking. But, so we've, uh, we've gone from that, though, to the J.J. years, which so far is so good. J.J.'s going to be back in the saddle, I heard, for episode nine. J.J. Um, and then they're, they're doing My a whole man. other trilogy after this. <laughs> Go fig. Uh, so there's going to be plenty of Wookiees, Wookiees of the Year to come uh, right here on the Sauropod. Yeah, we're not stopping. I mean, we're up here in space anyway, so we're going to share from you the view up here. Yeah, this is what we do. Yeah. So I think we're going to take a little break now, and when we come back, we're going to enter the, the trench run. Trench run. Are you ready? I'm very ready. All right. So when we come back on, uh, on the old Wookiee of the Year, trench run. 
The Emperor has been expecting you. I know, Father. So, you have accepted the truth. I've accepted the truth that you were once Anakin Skywalker, my father. That name no longer has any meaning for me. It is the name of your true self you've only forgotten. I know there is good in you. The Emperor hasn't driven it from you fully. That was why you couldn't destroy me. That's why you won't bring me to your Emperor now. I see you have constructed a new lightsaber. Your skills are complete. Indeed you are powerful as the Emperor has foreseen. Come with me. Obi-Wan once thought as you do. You don't know the power of the dark side. I must obey my master. I will not turn, and you'll be forced to kill me. If that is your destiny. All right, and we're back on Wookiee of the Year. James, welcome back. Thank you, Justin. Great commercial. Another great product that we have sold the shit out of. Mm -hmm. God, we are good at selling products. Get it now for the holiday season, right? The holiday season's coming up. You are going out to the City of Angels, correct? Yes, I am, to see my family. Oh, that will be nice. It's going to be amazing. Uh, It's a nice, pleasant change from the cold vacuum of space where where we are right now. Um, I'm going to go to the cold vacuum of Iceland. Uh, next weekend to go see my lady friend. Oh, very so nice. I'll tell. be on my own little uh, ice planet of Hoth. Tell there. her I said hello. We'll do. And we'll I miss do. Her. She doesn't know it yet, but she thanks you profusely for having this conversation with me, so she doesn't have to. Oh, you can um, tell her you're welcome. <laughs> well, you just did because she might hear this. She might even she listen does. to this. Yeah, I hope so too. Um, but so yeah, so we're back, Wookie of the Year, and it's time. We've been talking about it. We've been teasing it. Uh, but it's time for the trench run. Why you <laughs> Never. Still hanging around with this loser? I was not prepared for any of this. The listeners, you should know. It's true. I have assembled here a list of questions spanning the entire history of the Star Wars universe as we know it. Uh, the, the canon universe, anyway. I'm not going to play uh, unfairly with you with the... Uh, the cartoon shows or the books that you may or may not have read. I appreciate that. But we're going to get right into it here. Please try to answer as honestly and the best you can. Uh, Done. Okay. Question number one. This is for the current trilogy, the JJ trilogy. All right. Who are Ray's parents? <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Who are Ray's parents? Who are Ray's parents? Okay, I say Luke for sure. Okay, okay. I don't know who the mom is. That's a tough call for me. Okay. You don't think... Here's a theory, right? Give me your theory. Han and Leia... Also. ...had twins. Skywalkers are famous for their twins, correct? That is correct. So now she has to fight her brother. So now, what happened... So the rumor is... You know, the, the... the argument is 
that when she was a little girl, she went off to Uncle Luke's Jedi Academy along with Big Brother Kylo, a.k.a. Ben Solo. Ben Solo becomes Kylo Ren. He gets all evil, kills everybody at the Jedi Academy, but gets to his sister, can't do it. What is Kylo Ren's major force gift? He can get inside your thoughts, right? Mm-hmm. So he climbs his way inside of her thoughts, wipes her memories clean, drops her off on the planet of Jakku, and fucks off. Because that wiping her memories sister. clean, that's actually the first time I've heard that part of that theory. Okay. I've, I've heard the rest of that He's theory. manipulating your mind and your memories. Mm-hmm. Okay. Plausible? Yeah, definitely plausible. Okay. And that is the generally... If they have to stick to what a lot of the novels say, that yeah. is what happens. Okay. Essentially. Everything is proceeding as I have no. foreseen. <laughs> exactly. I'm sure you saw this all. All right. Uh, okay. Uh, special side note question. Mm-hmm. Um, if Ray belongs to either Luke or Leia, mm-hmm. however it shakes out... Mm-hmm. Why does she have a British accent? Uh, I have always... My suspension of disbelief theory has always been it's just like whatever part of the galaxy she grew up in, <laughs> that's how people talk. <laughs> just like that. Yeah. So... There's like a Mary Poppins-esque part of the galaxy. Okay. It's part of the galactic class system, perhaps? Since yeah. she's on a scavenger planet, mm-hmm. maybe they speak in posh British accents. Yeah. Maybe that's how they do it. Okay, could be, could be. Or could be, <laughs> we could be foreshadowing her, you know, more upscale royal background. I see. Release your anger. Well, not, not right now, but yeah, at some not, point. I will. <laughs> okay. All right. Next question. Bring it. Again, we're going to stay in the realm of the current trilogy, the JJ trilogy. Love it. Who is Supreme Leader Snoke? Who's Supreme Leader Snoke? Who is that motherfucker? I say... We know he's like eight feet tall. Mm-hmm. We know he is humanoid, but not necessarily human. Will this be... Do we do we know him from before? Is it someone is we've already else? met? Yeah. Is he in a, that? I mean, that is definitely a Star Wars trope, <laughs> if, you, if you will. How <laughs> rude. But I say no. Okay. Well, I don't know, because now we're getting... We're learning about a lot of new Jedi powers, right? So could someone mask their appearance from the Goliath that Supreme Leader Snoke appears to be? Could they look like, say, a normal person? This is a purposeful deception you're suggesting. Mm -hmm. That maybe somebody we've met before, some human person shows Mm -hmm. up... And they have manipulated the force in such a way that it's manipulated their own face, their own Yeah, visage. could manipulate their own appearance or other people's perception. They are coming back appearance. from the dead. I don't see why this yeah. should be too hard. I mean, right? there's almost no rules now. And then there was that one uh, bounty hunter whose face changed anyway. That was part of the species, oh, you right. will recall. Yep. Uh, can't, can't recall the name, but definitely, <laughs> clearly very important to the trilogy. We definitely, I mean, are we suspecting it's a human? Can we can we say that this is somebody we've met before? Yes, okay. I'm going to say yes, and I'm also going to say that uh, Supreme Leader Snoke is going to be the final boss battle of the JJ trilogy. 
Don't make me destroy you. Okay, that would be curious. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wonder what. I wonder if if we see Snoke with a lightsaber at any point. If it's just going to be all mind games. If we're going to see any force lightning. I haven't seen any force lightning so far, right? Nope. No force lightning. Probably for the best because I feel like they went a little overboard in the in the prequel trilogy. A little too much. Either all that, need, yeah, or they were just fucking around too much. Like, okay, so you've got the emperor. Not, right, we got to go back a little bit. Go so back. we've got the the freshly anointed emperor. His face is still bubbling from his his accident with the force lightning. Fucking Yoda shows up in his office and he's like, "I know it's you." I know it's you. And then they proceed to have a huge lightsaber battle, correct? Correct. That's 100% correct. Why are they not just force lightning each other? Skip the fucking, the wackety whack. Do you think it's like a, this is a, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know, like a gentlemanly form of of combat. Okay. You have been well trained. My we use the sabers. It's like a duel. A for you. So this is, it's a pride issue at this point? Yeah. More than anything else? The true test of a Jedi is lightsaber battle. I mean, do you think, like, if you're, do you think Yoda went into that knowing what was going to happen? Because, or do you think yes. that he had, he had the hubris to, to feel like, I got this? Or do you think he knew, like, this is a last ditch effort? That. The last ditch effort? Yoda, I believe, has always known what is going to occur. I think that Yoda, he's just like, because that's kind of the telling dude everybody that he Yoda. Is. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, he needs to be mysterious because he's always teaching a lesson. He's the nature. He's nature. The universe's teacher. Always two there are, right? Well, what what the fuck does that mean? You tell me, Yoda. You're so smart. Must always it always be? <laughs> must it be in riddle form consistently? I guess he just talks in riddle form though. So that's gonna that comes yeah, part and parcel with your your friendship with Yoda. Okay. Um, forget where we even left off with that, but it was yeah. We got to continue on with the trench. Snoke. It's really yeah. Fa- yeah. So Supreme Leader Snoke. Just give me give me an answer. Who do you think it is? Oh shit! Probably. I, I'm going to be honest. I don't have a good call on it. I mean, some, Ste- some people think that it's going to be Anakin Skywalker. Some people think it's going to be him. Be Darth. Some people think it's Mace Windu. Uh, this is the problem where you don't actually see the life leave somebody's body uh, uh, in a Star Wars death. Like, if you don't see that actually happen, then they can always pop back up. So, your Han Solo, for example, he gets I guess I gutted. didn't even consider that. See, this is how much I stay out of spoilers and things like that. Okay. Is that... I never even cons- I never even really considered the <laughs> aspect of like people are coming back from I mean not An- obviously not Anakin but Mace Windu is coming back from the first three like what would he have been doing the the previous yeah during like forty years yeah what's he up to during like say Return of the Jedi like what's he doing <laughs> you know he just like, managed to avoid it the entire time yeah he was like you know what I'm gonna stay out of this the galaxy's a big place I mean I guess that's conceivable but. It is a galactic civil war. You think he would have gotten sucked in at some point, or do you think he was just done? Like, no, nah, I'm not doing that anymore. Yeah, well, yeah. Did you see what happened to the Jedi? They all fucking died. And then he's like, they're calling I, me I back in. Up. It's yeah. like a get the band backs together right, kind of scenario right. where it's like, oh great, I'm back <laughs> into it. It's, it's a real Blues Brothers situation. It's a Murph and the Magic Tone situation. Could it be Anakin? That would be so sweet if Vader was back, right? Yeah, because he would hit, just to bitch slap Kylo, right? Just to just to put him back in line, yeah. a little bit. Like 
He needs I'm, to be I mean, put in I'm line. a grandfather, you know. Mm-hmm. I brought your father into this world. Or no, I brought your mother into this world. I can take you out. That type That's of situation. Right. I'm into it. All right. I'm into it being that. <laughs> I'm also very into a movie about what Mace Windu has been up to what? during the original, during New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi. What, what do you think? He he, like, what, did he... Do you think he this was a case of amnesia or something like that? Like a while you were sleeping situation where for for four decades, four four or five decades, he just thinks he's out at Tashi Power Station just just cleaning vents. No, this is what I think. I think he's in a like I was going into Tashi Station to pick up some power converters. (laughs) I think he's living like in just a hermit type lifestyle on Endor. He's pulling an Obi-Wan. He's pulling an Obi-Wan. But Endor, interesting. Yeah. So he ends up dying. Any- no, wait. Endor survives. Endor, Endor survives, survives okay. right? Is, yeah. Am I wrong about that? Okay, side question here regarding Endor. Are they actually on Endor, or are they just simply on the forest moon of Endor? They're on the moon. No, they're not on the moon. <laughs> they're on the moon? They're on the moon. They keep referring to it as the forest moon of Endor, so is it like, oh yeah, they're on the forest moon yeah. that goes around Endor as opposed to the ocean moon. There's a whole moon, yeah, there's a whole, there's a real Endor. Yeah. Dude. It's like all, it's like Endor and its moons are like it's a Hawaiian islands kind of thing. Right, yeah, the moons are where you kind of want to be. Yeah, it's where you kick it. I think, yeah. It's so I picture, yeah, he lives there and like he's got a whole, you know, like life with the Ewoks and shit. <laughs> And like, but he, but he has like a T, he's got a TV in his little cabin where he's like following these sort of, you know, CNN coverage. Oh, he's of getting the, the hologram war. news. Yeah. Is coming in. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Between the rebels, you know, and the empire. And like, he's just like, but God. he hasn't shown up yet, which implies that he's yeah. waiting for just the right moment to mm-hmm. make his comeback. Yeah. But before he gets to make that comeback, the war is over basically. Mm-hmm. And the emperor dies and, and the death star blows up. Death star two blows up. He sees the Death Star blow up and it says, and it's just like a close-up of his face with the Death Star on his TV exploding behind him. And he just says, I want out, but they keep pulling me back in. Okay, I think we got to the bottom of that one. All right. Again, saying in the, the JJ trilogy. Yes. Does Luke Skywalker become evil? All right, you've touched on one of my favorite topics. Okay. Um, I'm saying... You said people are going to die. My ultimate, predict- my ultimate prediction is no, but I love a storyline where Luke, uh, he is so distraught over the death of his friend Han. Okay. So one of the few people that I believe Luke probably still considered his equal, like probably very few people that Luke considers he can really talk about you know like what you know because they probably all have i'm gonna be honest ptsd after the war with oh definitely yeah yeah so i mean like he knows like i can talk to han would understand me leia would understand me chewie would understand me mother friggin admiral akbar will understand (laughs) me but anyway he's an alarmist though everything's a trap to that guy everything is a trap you always say the grain of salt with admiral akbar yeah Yeah, you can't i mean you know (laughs) (laughs) yeah so i'm gonna say uh, yeah i would love that story where luke is so distraught over like han's death where he he veers into that territory and then maybe i mean revenge is the path to the dark side does he uh, is he dying this movie we're pretty sure 
the my, my assumption is is that everyone but Ray dies because I think we can all agree she's a Jedi. Yeah. She's got the midichlorian count necessary. In my opinion is that, yeah, they all die except her, anyone who's a Jedi. All right. You have been well trained, my young apprentice. <laughs> they will be no match for you. I don't like that that made me, I felt proud when the Emperor said that to me. <laughs> well, he doesn't lavish praise on everybody. It's, it's true. Sort of, he's got that daddy type of yeah. thing where you want his approval. Well, yeah, because if he considers me in the same, you know, like, it's like... Everything is proceeding as I have foreseen. <laughs> oh, it's thank a real you. know-it-all. Yeah. Thank you, Palpatine. <laughs> Get thank back you. in your box. <laughs> me, Darth Maul, Anakin. As a, yeah, as opposed to... You have failed me for the last time. See, he's going to break you down, but then he he's going to bring the... Uh, he's going to bring Darth Sidious to you bring you back up. well trained, my young apprentice. They will be no match for you. Thank you, Mr. Sidious. Um, great reviews for James's trench run here. <laughs> okay, so next question. Ready. Is Han Solo really dead? <laughs> no, he isn't. You He's can't. Not, wh- oh. You can't kill Han Solo. It's impossible. I mean, I so mean, he was faking it. <laughs> I mean, oh, oh. I mean, are you asking me like, is the physical vessel that Han Solo inhabited? Uh, yeah, the man or the, oh, the yeah. Corellian that he is. Yeah, but you can't. His corporeal Corellian form is no more, but his spirit lives on. Oh yeah, dude. When you make the Kessel Run in that time, sure. you're an immortal. Sure. You can't kill Han Solo, but yeah, he's dead. Okay. That's fine. All right. Next question. Who has a love affair with whom? Finally, we get to bring in my favorite character. Okay. Uh, in the new JJ years. Okay. Mr. Poe, I think I'm pronouncing this correctly, Dameron. Yeah. Dameron? Dameron. 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 Dameron, yeah. Poe Dameron. So what do you think? So Poe, he's kind of uh, he's the bell of the ball, right? He's the guy that he is. This is what's interesting. He is being touted as the greatest pilot in the galaxy. But does he know that Luke is still alive? Also, once known as the former greatest, as the greatest pilot in the galaxy. True enough. Didn't Han Solo also uh, wear that mantle or like claim that mantle for himself? Yeah, yes. Han, but he, of Han's a fuck up. He's yeah. not gonna he's not hundred percent. Yeah, he's like, dude, way. I'm the greatest. <laughs> <laughs> he's like yeah. He's like kinda like a like he was the greatest in like a Bruce Springsteen <laughs> glory days. Okay. Kind of sense. Like his team, you know, his foot, high school football team won state. Right, okay. But that was back then and nowadays mm-hmm. he's just he's just tooling around I mean, the old dude, spice mines. Luke made a shot which i mean you know physicists to this day maintain <laughs> a 90 degree angle yeah, shot how does yeah. that even work if not you would have to have the force to be able to pull you that have off. to have the force for those things to be sucked into the, the one ventilation shaft <laughs> yep that we know was put there on purpose now according mm-hmm. to rogue one yep uh, they retrofitted the hell out of that mm-hmm. to, to grade a plum so okay so we got bo dameron who else is up in the air so ray she's a you know she's she's available. She's out there. Ray's available. She's a strong, tough, independent woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, she doesn't need anybody to to throw the old lightsaber around on her behalf. But uh, does she not still require love? Well, so thus far she has been portrayed as the uh, as a lone wolf 
of the new three of the can we just call them the three sexy new ones they are pretty sexy aren't they like yeah. everybody is um, everybody's looking good everybody's at the right age yeah everybody yeah everybody's got the right outfit mm-hmm. on. Yeah, yeah for sure so yeah everybody's looking good she seems to be the biggest lone wolf so you think she will never find you think because of the Jedi monastic lifestyle do you think she's going to embrace that or is she going to forge ahead and make I mean she is the last Ooh. Jedi according to your own theory can so. the Jedi have a sexual revolution is that what you're asking yeah me? I'm just wondering because like they need to build up their stocks yes. don't they I mean oh yeah that's interesting there yeah. are only so many people I mean, and obviously the galaxy is a large place but mm-hmm. uh, you're going to get all shapes and sizes but we, you know, let's assume that the Empire back in the day took down as many Jedi as possible. Yep. And then we also can kind of assume that Kylo Ren took down all the Jedi that Luke was training off at yep. Jedi Academy. That is what we are led to believe. From via flashback mm-hmm. on a rainy night. Via flashback, via the opening crawl of episode seven. Absolutely. Which, we'll- by the way, what? Oh, God. <laughs> Why is that not the story that they told? Which, which one? Which yeah, why don't you? T- I know, I get oh, it, because oh, you, oh, oh. you want to bring in the three sexy new ones. I get it, <laughs> but like, what? Like, that's the story you yeah. want. Is it's just like, oh, by the way, I got this kick-ass Jedi Academy. Think about how amazing that is, because you've got like, right. y- you want to bring in young people, bring in a crew of young people, and it's just like you've got like the introverted one, but she's really good <laughs> with the Force, and then right. like, yeah, and then you've got like, you know, sort of like the jock dick who's great with the lightsaber. Yeah, you got Kylo's a little bit older. And he might he might be kind of a, a space bully. Uh, he's 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 manipulating your thoughts. This is the show we want to see. He's wearing a lot of wearing a lot of black. He's kind of like the goth the goth kid at Jedi Academy. Mm-hmm. Jedi Academy. Let's do. It. Let's fire up the old. Uh, and you've got all cool like young looking versions of the, all those sweet other Jedi races. Like what's the dude from the Water Planet who's got the big bug eyes? Oh yeah, <laughs> the Caminos. Are they the ones who? Uh, uh, oh no, you're thinking of like. You thinking like Jar Jar and all them? Not Jar Jar, not the Gungans. Oh, okay. You said people gonna die? Jar Jar, get back in your box. No more. I'm thinking, what's his name? He's got the big eyes. He He's one of the Jedi that comes in and dies in that fight with Anakin. I mean, with... Does he have uh, the tentacle, with tentacle head? Yep, tentacle okay, head. yeah, 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 yeah. Those guys. Like, imagine there's, like, one of those dudes at the Academy, but he's, like, you know, but it's, like, 17-year-old one of those dudes. But he's, so he's like he a, hates he's the like water. He's, rocker type of... Yeah. He's, like, anti-authority. Mm-hmm. Totally. His whole family comes from an aquatic planet. He's, like... He likes it dry. I think I'm going to live in the desert. Right, right. You know, I mean, I don't know what to say. <laughs> okay. All right. Next question. Oh, wait, we never got to the. We never got to this question. So, who falls in love with whom? Oh yeah, we never even got into it. Well, uh, <laughs> I have many friend. I have many friends whose theory. Because uh, we also is, have Finn. We didn't even talk about Finn. Yes, Poe and Finn. That is the theory many of my uh, friends uh-huh. subscribe to, uh-huh. and I'm gonna say uh, that I agree. 20, There's 21st century romance. Yes, 21st century romance. romance Finn, Poe, Dameron. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, I think they're getting together. I think there's some vibes. You think that it's, sexy vibes? It's more than just combat linked by combat brotherhood. You think there's something more to it? I do. You think there's a gleam in Poe's big old puppy dog eyes that says this guy? Yeah, he's got a heart. 
and in the cl- and like you know they've like both they've saved each other's lives mm-hmm. it opens with poe and let's be honest poe his character is kind of only just touched upon we don't know episode a whole seven. lot about him don't he's, know a lot we just know he's a natured. badass yeah, yeah yeah he likes he likes blowing things up and having a good laugh mm-hmm. um, he's the greatest pilot in the galaxy that's what they say mm-hmm. um do you think oh but is he like a maverick where it's like is he too risky <laughs> <laughs> he's gone rogue yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna ask him for his badge at a certain point <laughs> you went below the hard deck pump. Dameron I'm gonna need your weapon and your badge they're a loose cannon, Dameron. All right, so, so him and Finn. All right, I can yeah. see. I, I, I can see that. I, mean, I say that's what's going again. Now. It's a vast, uh, diverse galaxy, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, even even flyboys need a little love, right? Yes, that's right. Yeah. All right. So, so we're okay. So those two. They uh, were shipping them, and then Ray. She just goes. She just goes solo. She flies. She flies a little solo. I feel it. A little <laughs> solo. I think maybe we have a. You know, like because for a while we thought maybe Luke and Leia were gonna get together. So I think it's we may true. have a. There'll be some sexual tension. Okay. I'm sure, but I'm gonna say Ray ultimately remains solo. Roll solo. Okay. Interesting. Which who knows? Maybe she is one. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Okay, so speaking of, Luke discovers Leia is his sister, mm-hmm. but she doesn't find out until a little bit later. Do you think there was any part of Luke that considered ignoring the inconvenient truth that he has just learned? No. <laughs> you don't. That is a. I tremendous mean, listen. He's, he's a farm tremendous. boy at heart. He's been at war. He doesn't have a whole lot of dating experience from what we can understand. Mm-hmm. I'm going to Toshi Station to pick up some power converters. I mean, who can love that man? That's true. That boy, man. Not yeah, many. but I feel like he was, he was like, dude, I'm about to kill. I'm about to take down the Empire. What a piece of junk. It's, I'm going to be fine. I'm going to have He's not options. sweating it. Right. Yeah. Okay. He's not I'm sweating I'm soon going to have options. I'm going to be a hot piece of Tatooineian, I don't know. <laughs> you have failed me for the last time. Dad, I didn't know. I didn't know. I'm sorry, Dad. Nobody introduced us. Yeah. Nobody Why told us. Why would you guys do that? Thanks for ditching us, by the way, Dad. Yeah, love you. Release your anger. Um, okay, next question. Keep them coming. All right. I'm feeling warmed up now. <laughs> what was the biggest missed opportunity of the prequels? You said people gonna die? Well, I touched upon it, and I'll come right back to it, (laughs) that it wasn't an OC-type high school drama about Luke's Jedi Academy. You think... Well, okay, so that would be... Just change... I want to change the entire timeline of the prequels. So there is... is (laughs) Oh, you want to say... Oh, biggest missed opportunity. Oh. The prequels that exist. Oh. I mean, what... Okay. Well, then, in that case, I say uh, biggest missed opportunity was... Not was not enough uh, Poe Dameron, not enough Oscar. <laughs> in the, in the prequel trilogy? Oh, I'm sorry, you said prequel, the prequel trilogy. trilogy. Yeah, yeah. I'm so right on. I'm right on JJ. I'm an idiot. <laughs> no wonder this went terribly. Oh, thank God for editing. It's okay, yeah. Anyway, oh, in the prequel, tri- oh, the biggest missed opportunity there is. It, oh. <laughs> 
That's wonderful that I effed that up. Uh, <laughs> it's is, a trench run. It's crazy in here. It's that we didn't see... It's that Padme was boring. That's the... She the, doesn't do a whole lot, right? Yeah, it's like she's just kind of there and like, oh, I can't let... Why... Like, let me see those two really have it out. The conversations that they have about the fact that... I mean, she knows he's kind of going over to the dark side. <laughs> she knows what's going on. And, sure. like, the, and like, the conversations that around. they have, they're just both kind of like, oh, like, I love you. Please don't... But, like, don't leave. And it's too risky. But it, someone should just be like, do you see who... What you're, look what you're doing. Look who you're hanging out with now. You're yeah. hanging out... With uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Black Robes over there, mm-hmm. the old old man Palpatine and his roving hands, his roving skeletal old man. Exactly, hands. he's a total creep. He's, I always have to share this weird you. box with him at the Senate. Yeah. <laughs> he's a creep. He's a creep. And now you're like, he's probably the, my young apprentice. They will be no match for you. I mean, he's always doing that kind of whisper talking at you, mm-hmm. which does lend a, an air of menace over any proceedings that you were involved with with him. Yeah, she's uh, because I guess maybe because she comes from privilege, she can't recognize. It's just like you used to be. You were just some weird kid on a planet who apparently could race the shit out of a speeder. Yeah, you had Hot Wheels for sure. Yeah, but so this is this is how some people will try to defend their their level of romantic discourse, which is well, she grew up uh, as a, a in queen training, right? Mm-hmm. She went to queen school to learn how to become a queen. And a, and a diplomat. Yes. And he grew up in this monastic Jedi order. He doesn't have any game. He doesn't... I mean, he's... Uh, mm-hmm. and, but he's still got this ever-changing body, right? Yep. So these two get together. They've got all these feelings for one another, but they don't know quite how to articulate them. Uh-huh. And so that's why you get juvenile things like the, the pontificating about sand and how it's coarse and saying things like no it's because i'm i'm in love with you because i'm so in love with you and things like that okay i mean but that seems like we're reaching exactly also why didn't we see a little baby han solo (laughs) would you have wanted to see that though or would that be a little too uh so what would his age be about do we think he's like 12 or a little older than that yeah he would have been he would have been around there he would have been just entering double digits yeah what would be wrong with that like you see a little han and no one even needs to be like hey get back inside huh it's a galaxy though because there's where was he i mean there's so many planets what are the odds that why can't we just why can't we just see like a little kid wearing a sweet ass vest (laughs) run out like in an alley and so you can decide you know not be specific about it but yeah. you can decide if you want to that that's that's mm-hmm. little han solo yeah all right we can see it he's wearing a millennium falcon t-shirt <laughs> <laughs> doesn't make sense chronologically at all all right listen here's i'm gonna flip the script on you here what Do was it. the best part of the prequels oh great question uh, didn't we, I, oh shoot, I forget, yeah, I spoiled that earlier, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's Darth Maul fighting with, uh, it's the Darth Maul, oh, we did Qui-Gon, yeah. yeah, yeah, Qui-Gon, Obi-Wan, and then I threw an honorable mention of the Grievous fight, which is also, which is bad. <laughs> I would like to mention this, though, in the, in episode one, uh, when I saw it for the first time in the theaters, because I was like so pumped to see it, <laughs> yeah, I did think that the droid, the battle droids versus the Gungans fight was super sweet. I would like to clear up; it is not. 
But for a really long time, I was sure. like, dude, we don't even know what those power balls were that the Gungans were using that no, all kinds of different there's no sizes. background. We just assume that they can do damage. We're yeah. shown that they can do damage. They have no idea what they are, who these people are. And they're never brought up again. Like that, that substance. What's that substance? It's just, yeah, it's some kind of glowing mineral that, mm-hmm. that's electric, that does, it isn't impacted by force fields or something like that. Yeah. Fuck. You said people gonna die? Garbage. Fuck you, Jajar. The story should be this, that that is actually, that's an underwater ore, and that's like what the ammo for blasters are made out of. Oh, I like the sound and of that. And they know how to like use it in its its raw form. They should have put that in the movie, I feel like. Exactly. That's the biggest missed opportunity. All right. Great. Uh, okay. Next question. If you have Liam Neeson starring in your space movie and he dies a spectacular death, but he has the power to come back from the dead as a ghost and has explicitly stated in real life that he would come back if asked, why would you not do that? You're dumb. <laughs> Liam Neeson's dumb? No, Liam Neeson is amazing. The people involved yeah. who, who have kept him out of mm-hmm. returning from yes, I mean, it's those absurd. Stars. He wants in. He was amazing as Qui-Gon. You kill him almost immediately. Mm-hmm. He is the most acting prestige cool. in the in the, the way series. he died was cool. Yeah, great death. Great it death, was a but... great parallel to the Obi-Wan death from New Hope. Man, they barely fucking mentioned him by the end of it. It's like, oh yeah, by the way, I've been talking to Liam Neeson, and I'm going to show you. I'm not going to show you here. I mean, it's just a fucking movie. It's just telling a story through, through sound and pictures. Why would I show you here? But I'm yeah. going to tell you later. Later. I subscribe to a tell, don't show. <laughs> Uh, it just seems like a stupid missed opportunity. Now, I will say, he comes back. Liam Neeson even came back to be on the cartoon show, The Clone Wars, as Qui-Gon Jinn. Why would you not put him in your fucking Star Wars That's movie? how much he loved the, ru- the role. He loved it. He wanted to be part. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's just foolishness. It's, uh, I'm going to put it down to a George Lucas hubris. I mean, do you think that... All right, these prequels, right? Let's do it. Special edition. Maybe we shoot. I mean, like Liam Neeson's aged fairly well, and you can you can do amazing things with these computers. You know, it's it's incredible. This computer man. Plus, he's got right? the facial hair. Yeah, he's yeah, fine. exactly. Covering up with a beard, kind of give him that uh, the dead force ghost look. Yep. And uh, just wipe away the years with that, you know, and just put that part in there. Maybe that would help. Would it help? Do it now. I it think would it help. would help. It couldn't make it worse. It, it just legitimizes the entire enterprise. I and agree. I, I understand that maybe there's not room for it in the movie as it is, but maybe you cut out the bad, shitty half of that movie that does exist and replace it with the better part with Liam Neeson, Academy Award-winning actor Liam Neeson, who wants to be a part of your stupid space movie. Yeah, who is cool? <laughs> Home run. Agreed. I hope there's a million more of these. I'm so into it. <laughs> Keep it going. <laughs> I can't wait for you to have to James, you're in luck. Yes. If you have a Death Star and you're not at war or you have an off day, do you start blowing things up just for the fun of it? Without a doubt. If, <laughs> if I am able... Okay. Right out of the gate, if, if the Death Star, and we know that it does, uh-huh. has the ability to estimate the population uh-huh. on a planet, and I can, get, I can find a planet that has less than 100,000 people... <laughs> Like, nobody's going to miss it, big picture. Yep. At 100,000 people, that's what I'm willing to destroy on the Death Star. 
Great. That's the, that's the answer I was hoping for. I'm, I'm so pleased. <laughs> All right. Next question. What is the worst change in the original trilogy special editions? Uh, the You may know the name of this organism, but it is the stormtrooper riding the weird fat lizard in the desert. Oh, the Dewback. It's called a yep. yeah. It's so, ob- like, against such a still background of that desert, it is so blatantly added in. It looks... It's absurd. In the, in the fakest of contexts, yeah. it itself looks uh-huh. fake. Yeah. And of course, no one can deny it is very uncomfortable to look at a larval... Bub- <laughs> <laughs> a larval version of uh, fucking... <laughs> Go on. You know what I mean. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm done. All right. Continue. I'm, I don't want to do I'm it. I'm going to challenge you, and I'm going to I'm going to put forward the entire song and dance sequence of Jabba the Hutt's Palace. Oh. That was all uh, all CG, totally unnecessary. They changed the music on it. We might use that music as our theme song for all I care. The uh, the jazzy Jabba oh, the Hutt yeah. sail barge music. Yeah, I think we should bring that back. Jabba's always having... Jabba is always having Never a party. Forget. How do you feel about baby Jabba? Baby Jabba. Okay, well, so they brought in in the cartoon series. They brought in a little Jabba, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Well, think. they got, and I mean, they got him in the the, the added in. Remember the talk with uh, Han oh, Solo outside yeah. of the Millennium Falcon? Han Mabuki. That, yeah. that whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, could do without, you know, unnecessary. Kind of yeah. ruins his reveal. Fat that fast. Well, he looks bad. I mean, they've yet to get that scene down. They've redone Jabba in that scene like three or four different times now, and it still doesn't look remotely realistic. And also, I don't need to see it because it takes away from seeing him for the first time in Return of the Jedi. It's one of the best parts is you oh, can yeah. go to Jabba's palace the for the first time. Um, yeah. So I'm going to say that's a, that's a poor addition as well, which... That will lead us to the next question. Did the prequels ruin the Jedi? Because before, I will remind you, <laughs> before the prequels, there was none of this monastic shit. There was none nope. of the uh, the Sith wasn't a thing. Didn't exist before the no, prequels. Sith was the new. They had a name now. The whole there can be. It was just the there's dark two. side, right? That was all new. Two, there always are. The Jedi, uh, the old Jedi Temple. The fact that there's a million fucking Jedi around. Uh, Kind of, t- I don't know. If, to me, anyway, it takes away from their specialness because, like, if you were just looking at the mm-hmm. original three pictures, they, they're, you know, they're so rare. Obviously, there's there are only so many of them. Wouldn't it be better if that was still the case? <laughs> if there were still a ton of Jedi? Well, no, if if there were less Jedi, even in an age where there were more Jedi, if that makes sense. Oh yes, there definitely should be less because when, they just end up coming off. They come yeah. across as like crossing mm-hmm. guards in the prequels, yeah. like just nothing mm-hmm. cool about them at all. As you have touched upon. The the idea that there are so many of them in they have the Jedi Temple they kind of come off actually a little creepy if we're being it's honest. a little culty isn't it a little it? culty they've got the whole like we know that there's essentially it's never directly said but essentially celibacy is part of it you know like yeah they it, can never they can never yeah. feel love or yeah, whatever why? exactly yeah but why what is that 
you know, it's like, like I need to live this solitary life to wield this badass lightsaber so, and throw some friggin' battle droids. Like around. it's Raging Bull, and it's you can't. Uh, yeah, you got to dump a, a bottle, uh, you know, a, a jug of ice water down your your Jedi robes before mm-hmm. before you go into battle or something like that. The it's, two should not be related whatsoever. Yeah, they don't seem vanquishing <laughs> the dark side. <laughs> It doesn't seem like you would want, you know. It seems like you don't make me destroy you. Yeah. If you're a rebel, I mean, aren't you? Like, it feels. It seems like the rebels would be having sex all the time. Although I guess you're not rebel loving. The oh, rebels man. are having love. Well, it's just yeah, not the it's, Jedi it's rebels. Forbidden, right? Like everything they're doing is forbidden. Their entire yeah. way of life is like living on the edge. It's just all given. <laughs> every, I'm just, yeah. Every rebel base is just. <laughs> Rebels giving each other back rubs, basically, is how I envision it. Yeah, that's what I... I'm going to say there's going probably an issue with herpes on most rebel you, bases. Well, I was going to ask, do you think Mon Mothma has, like, a uh, a birth control policy or something like that? Do you think there are bowls uh, around? Yes, I would say... Yeah. Okay. I would say we've got condoms all over the place. Ooh, what would, it, I wanna, what would be the brand of condom? What a condom in the Star Wars universe? Well, like Blast X. You, <laughs> you would have that, or you could have like the, the equivalent of your Trojans, right? You've got Mandalorians. Oh, good. Give me, give me a pack of Mandalorian yeah. Magnos or something Magnos. like that. Yeah, Mandalorian. <laughs> I'm going to have a crazy evening tonight. Going out to to Camino. Those people know how to party, you know? (laughs) I like that R2's in for the party. Oh, yeah, he knows. R2 always parties. He's got all those attachments, right? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Next question. R2 related. You get to pick one droid to be your best friend. Of the following, which one do you choose? You've got... BB-8, who is portable and adorable. You got R2-D2, who is like a beeping Leatherman. You got all those attachments. You've got K2SO from Rogue, who has size and strength, along with a boatload of wry commentary. Yes, don't, yeah, sense of humor. Yeah, and number four, you got 3PO, who's fluent in over 9 million forms of communication. You want to know what is about to blow? You tell me. Yup. 3PO without a Whoa! Me and 3PO. Because 3PO is going to be the best for conversation. <laughs> you mean just across the board, wherever you guys go, mm-hmm. he can hook you into a conversation, or you think he's got a lot to say? I think he, both. Chewie, nobody. I don't know why, who, why you were let in here, but <laughs> Chewie believes that three three PO ain't got shit that, to say. Well, that would make sense yeah. though to you. Three PO could tell you what Chewie was saying there. Yep, exactly. So you've actually gained uh, no fewer than nine million friends. Exactly. Ostensibly, what I'm saying is sometimes the pen is mightier than the sword. <laughs> Other droids. Wow, I like. That. I like you dishing out that statement. I mean, that's a powerful statement to issue to the galaxy. That's right. Um, so you're, Th- let's remember, 3PO has also survived the revolution. Yeah, he's done quite well for himself, really. And people, people, he's got a target on him. You know, he's yeah. people have issues with fucking 3PO. Let's not forget. Yeah, the dude um, can barely walk. <laughs> Doesn't even walk well. Yeah, maybe he needs a do back. 
Chubby Lizard. So through this logic, then, 3PO is kind of your, in a galaxy far, far away, a long time ago, he is sort of your social media platform of a sort. But yes, he's, he is. he's like a physical manifestation mm-hmm. of your Twitter account. Yeah. But he's just a droid who who walks next to you, yeah. walks very it's awkwardly next to you. like a Google that walks around with you. It's like, hey, updates. explain to me these plans. <laughs> What's going on down in the trash compactor on the Death Star? He knows. He took that. How rude. And he's all about manners. Okay. Great. 3PO. Wow. It's my man. Had not anticipated that. Although if you're saying, if I, am I being completely superficial? It's BB-8 without a doubt. <laughs> that adorable little beach ball. He's great. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next question. <laughs> Do it. Is the performance of Anakin Skywalker <laughs> Hayden Christensen's fault or George Lucas's fault? It is everyone's fault. <laughs> nothing goes that Zero badly. Zero hesitation. Yeah. Nothing goes that badly without everyone <laughs> agreeing for it to go that badly. Well, I mean, is it is it truly his performance? Yeah, or- I mean, it's wooden. I mean, I'll say this. Is it possible that he gave some performances where it seemed like he had experienced human emotions before? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and that all the and that What did you say? And that the final cut was always one of his performances where it's, you know, it seemed like someone had starched his body. <laughs> I understand. But it, it just seems as though, you know, when he give, gives one of those performances and they're like, we got it, he would say, no, we didn't. <laughs> is it possible to learn this power? Uh, do you think that part of it is just the fact that he, I mean, because you see this with Ewan too, like, they clearly don't know where the fuck they are. Like, as, as actors being told, like, stand over there, wear those outfits and say these lines. It's very clear that they don't know what's standing next to them what planet they're on is this uh, a spaceship are we in the desert where are we mm-hmm. who, who has an idea they have no I idea i will be the most powerful jedi ever jesus oh god that was do that one again anakin i will be the most powerful jedi ever <laughs> we believe it <laughs> all right i take back everything i said wow hayden Hayden. He's very good. Liar! Okay. All right. All right. Back in your box. I can't believe you just timed that out for me saying he's very good and you hit liar. That was a get. Don't lose that. Don't worry. Okay. So everybody's to blame. Yeah. I understand. Next question. Will the aforementioned Ewan McGregor be given an Obi-Wan film or films? He should be given. He should be, right? He should be given. Yeah. Sorry, I paused. I thought you were about to hit me with a drop. Uh, I thought that. it was too, but... <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, yes, he should be. And I'm going to say, yeah. I mean, why not? So, so then at this point, that then means... Can, but can he do it in any of the times that he would still be alive? Can he still do it? He could probably... St- no. 
He can't, so it won't happen. But I would love to see. Why could he not do it? Why? Why couldn't they do like a, a an in between? I guess Sith, he could be. Yeah, like when he's because he's out in the okay, he's out in the dune right. scene. He's fucking around. He's just waiting for Luke to get old. Basically, he's got plenty of time on his hands. You think he was hanging out there the entire time? You're right. Yeah, you're right. Okay, that is the perfect time. So yes, I would definitely love to watch that. Okay, right out of the gate, he probably has an issue with alcohol. That's number one. Uh, number two, he has a wife, but also a girlfriend. Boyfriend. Oh, okay. He has a wife, but also a boyfriend. So he is breaking. He's he's all about like you know what the the Jedi are no more. They're not as I as I once knew them. Mm-hmm. Obi-Wan's stepping out a little bit. Yeah. Step out of the box. He's stepping out because he'll he'll be born again like right before it's time for Luke. But this is his he's going through his tribulation right now. Do you think he's raising a family as well? You think he's got like a secret oh, family, secret galactic family? Tell me that he does. <laughs> I but mean, he's, he's um, always tra- he's on business trips to uh, Coruscant or what have you. Yep. Another one where it's it's yeah it's 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 one of the greater dramas of our time, but it's not as flashy as your uh, exactly. laser swords and everything. But at the same time, Obi Wan's out there. Uh, can he find love and can he nurture that love? Can yeah. he maintain that love? And what is his purpose as the Empire is sort of rising to power while he waits <laughs> out in the desert? Yeah, like what's he up to? So like he, he's got to be doing something. He gets right? forced into yeah. It's gonna end up. It's gonna be a kind of being like a, a Grand Torino sort of story. I think <laughs> where like the Empire will come to town. Get off my dune. Exactly. Okay. Precisely. Precisely. And it's like, he's like, all right, I guess I'm going to have to kill these empire, these emissaries from the empire. I'm going to have to make a deal with a a shady ass deal with the Jawas. It's he does not seem uh, very 2017 in his views of indigenous. He's just out there listening listening to Fox News or something like that. He's he's super conservative. He's living in a bubble. He's living in a, in a, a conservative news bubble. That's the take. It turns out the whole time the Jedi's were super conservative. So he goes really imperial. All right, so so the Jedi, we know they're pretty conservative, right? Robes and, and no fucking. So yeah. you've also got the the Empire. They love the rules, right? Rules and regulations. Mm-hmm. So it's an easy leap from one to the other. Certainly. Maybe he does not become a rebel until the very end when he's got literally nothing left. He's just got the robes on his back and that dirt hut out in the dune sea mm-hmm. but before then he's uh he's out there handing out pamphlets on uh, street corners in moss eisley or something like that maybe yep oh okay no no he is ben <laughs> <laughs> have i told you the news of cuba yet <laughs> <laughs> so what have we got left here force ghosts seem to be able to appear or disappear at will are they hanging around because they actually give a shit about what happens to the galaxy or are they just bored in their afterlives? I think that they are more playing a prank on real life from the afterlife. So this is all just their puppet show basically. Yeah, it's like they're all hanging out like in the afterlife, they're even they're hanging out with Vader. Okay. They're hanging out, everybody's partying and they're just like, "Dude, we should go back there." <laughs> And be and just be like, Luke, Luke, I'm more powerful than he could ever imagine. <laughs> but 
but I'm not really. Make them think that if they die, they should become even more powerful. <laughs> Clearly, we know this is not the case. Well, no, he's off the he's, he's off the respirator at that point. He's dead. He's yeah, undead. He's dead. Yeah. So okay. he has returned to you know uh, Hayden Christensen form. I so think. they are definitely fucking with everybody though. That's my guess. Okay. All right, home stretch here of the trench run, the Woo. first annual trench run. You've done great so far. Thank you. We got a couple more here, and then we got to get ready for the new one. Okay. All right. Two more questions. Number one. I gotta kill these. How does Darth Vader eat? Don't underestimate the force. Through a very long straw. <laughs> okay. Done. I think that's it. I think you're right. That's all I need. Okay. That's Last one. That's what he does. All right. And then, and th- so we are firing these laser missiles, torpedoes. Here we go. Do it. Photon torpedoes. You, James Jimmy Bonangren. Yes. What color is your lightsaber? Such an excellent question, and uh, it's never been done. Give me just a very light yellow. (laughs) Just like, 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 God, do we call it? Is it like a day glow, almost? No, I'm thinking more like a pale dandelion. Oh, okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, what would we would we call it? Pale dandelion? Like, would we... I will. Okay. <laughs> James, great job on this first annual trench run. Thank you. Here on Wookiee of the Year. You I really appreciate it. it. We've, gotten to, we've gotten to so many issues at this point. And, uh, I we think, have. I think we're about ready now. We're going to... What's going to happen is we're going to sign off here. This is your, this is your prequel to mm-hmm. our experience with Episode 8, The Last Jedi. And so we're going we're gonna to go see... We've got tickets to go see the movie... Friday afternoon. Official opening day. We're going to come right back to the studio, and we're going to have a deep, dark chat about what we just saw. So we hope you will join us for that. Uh, write us in at info at thesorapod.com. Uh, Please do. Wookie of the Year, attention to us, and uh, let us know what you need to hear us talk about, and we will definitely talk about it because uh, it's important, clearly. In this, in this day and age, in these trying times that we live through every day, we got to get to the bottom of this. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, I would most certainly agree. Okay, so you want to write us in at Wookiee of the Year and uh, let us know what you think, and maybe we can uh, do this again sometime. But until then, we'll see you Friday at the premiere of Episode 8, The Last Jedi. Uh, James, you ready? Any any final thoughts? Uh, closing comments before we go? Closing comments. Uh, I am beyond excited to see this movie with you as we saw episode three together on opening night so i'm excited for that and uh i will leave it with uh the time has come for sensible blaster control (laughs) (laughs) all right so until next time that's it from us here on wookie of the year